We spend a ton of time on this podcast talking about ignoring negativity and avoiding toxic people. But what about when you're in a situation where someone targets you repeatedly? Maybe they are intimidating or controlling or condescending or shaming. We're talking about adult bullying, something that 30% of adults say they have experienced. I'm sharing the story about why I've recently done a deep dive into this and how one of my best friends was being bullied for so long and finally enough was enough and it was time for us, her friends, to stand up to her bully too. We are likely to deal with some sort of adult bullying in our lives, so we need strong strategies for how to deal with it. This is an uplifting talk about standing up to people who try to push you around or shame you, when to ignore them, when to confront them, and ways to control the situation. Nobody deserves to be bullied, and even though we know it's usually a them problem and not an us problem, we still have to deal with it. That's what we're hashing out today. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day. And now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I want to start this podcast episode like I do many episodes like this by saying I am certainly not an expert on the topic of adult bullying, of course, but I feel like My job in this conversation, in this podcast, in this space is to bring up topics that I think are important to hit pause on life for 20, 30, 40 minutes together and focus on. I really started doing a deep dive lately into adult bullying when one of my friends was being bullied so much that it was causing her constant stress. It caused her to lose weight. It caused her to be sad so much of the time because this bullying was like all consuming. And this person that is being bullied is the nicest, most kind and generous soul. Like it literally was killing me to see this happen. So I wanted to do a deep dive into adult bullying. I've dealt with little bits of it in my life, but never to this level and to the level that many people experience, unfortunately. So I wanted to understand it and I wanted to support my friend. Like enough is enough. This bully was not stopping and something else needed to be done. So I'm excited to have this conversation because I think that it is something that sucks. But, you know, a lot of times, like we always say, we can't control always what happens to us, but we can control how we interpret it and how we react to it. So I've done lots of research from actual experts, and I have a whole big podcast with lots of thoughts for you all about how to deal with adult bullies, whether it's a colleague or a boss, or maybe it's like an unruly neighbor who's like relentless. Or maybe it's a condescending family member or it's someone in your social circle. Adult bullies come in many forms. What an adult bully is, is someone who targets you repeatedly. So this can be through trying to be intimidating or controlling or trying to shame you or make you feel embarrassed. Someone who, like I said, is unruly or talking down to you, condescending but it's really the target repeatedly that makes them an adult bully. 
when things kind of exploded, erupted with this situation with my friend, I texted her bully and I said, listen, I am not, I never step in circles that don't involve me. But when you repeatedly hurt my friend in this way so many times, this becomes my issue and this behavior will no longer be tolerated. I I usually prefer to call someone on the phone, but due to the nature of it and this person specifically, I knew um, because I, I know the conversation, I've had conversations with her. I didn't want to get into the the blaming or kind of the 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 no 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 sense of self accountability no sense just very like poor me all that kind of stuff I wanted it to be very clear this is this behavior is no longer acceptable and my friend is not alone in in this fight she has a tribe behind her because this is this it is not okay to constantly treat someone this way and it made me feel finally some a self, sense of relief because to see my friend go through this stress. Um, just just hurt me for so long. And I feel like we finally have traction, not to say that it's because of what I did, but just because our friend group coming behind and saying like, hey, we are not okay with this. This is not socially acceptable for adults to behave in a way where you stand up at a restaurant and, and yell at someone what you think their faults are. Things like that are in no way acceptable. And what I've learned with this type of person, someone who 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 behaves like an adult bully, is it's the reaction that fuels them. So that's what we're getting into today. When to react, when not to react, how to deal with it, how can we strategize, how can we protect ourselves, all the things. So first, I want to get into I want to get into different levels of bullying. Now, this I'm talking all in this podcast episode about, about verbal verbal bullying. Obviously, anything physical or anyone being physically harmful would be different and would need professional thoughts and expertise and different strategies. I'm talking about someone who is verbally bullying you. Um, Of course, the best thing is, if possible, keep your distance from bullies. Avoid engagement unless you have to. Avoid it if you can, and sometimes they'll just stop or go away. Here's what I read that was so interesting that experts in this and people who have, you know, spent their lives dedicated to doing research on why bullying happens and how to stop it. They say if you can ignore them three times, sometimes, you know, all all situations are different, but in some cases they will stop. They're trying to push your buttons. They're trying to get a rise out of you. So as hard as it can be, if you cannot react for three times, they will often stop because they're not getting the reaction they want to. So maybe you have a coworker who's constantly just trying to run you down and trying to pick at you rather than snapping back at them. What about having no response? Like just having just kind of, and this is not, this is being strategic. This is not like laying down and taking it, right? So this is just having, maybe you just smile at them. Say they say something ridiculous and, and condescending and rude. Maybe you just smile. And just kind of like leave it at that. Or maybe you say, you know, I respectfully disagree with you. Something to where you're just not reacting. Now, there's a fine line here between not reacting and not getting a rise, but also not letting them walk on you. So we'll get into we'll get into all that. But know that 
90% of bullying stops if you don't react three times in a row. If you react, and of course, like that's our natural reaction if someone if someone treats you this way, but you're feeding them. That's the whole point. That's often what they want. Often it's their own insecurities that they are putting on you. And by you reacting, that's the rise. That's what they want. One strategy when dealing with adult bullies that I thought was very, very helpful that I read about was writing it down and journaling. Even if you never need it or never use it, this can be beneficial in in so many ways. So say the bully is someone, a family member or someone in your social circle. Journaling what happened and when and how you felt will help you track the problem over time. Maybe you have a an in-law or a relative who is constantly treating you in this type of way, talking down to you, you know, bullying you. Sometimes you can get in a situation where other people, you know, if, if this involves other people or other family members, other family members won't believe you or the bully themselves can try to kind of mind manipulate you and jujitsu the story and make you feel like you're crazy or it's all in your head. But by journaling it and saying, January 2nd, this is what happened. This is what made me feel, how it made me feel. These are the people who were there. This is what happened. Here's around the time. It's like your little evidence journal. And even though this completely sucks to have to do, the whole situation sucks and you have to be strategic and you have to protect yourself. So I think that having a journal makes it real. And then you really see, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize this bully, this person is bullying me or pushing me around or talking down to me or or just like coming at me three times a week. You might not notice that, but by journaling it and calendaring it, it makes it real. Also, worst case, if you need to report it to a supervisor, if it's at work or HR, or if you need to report it to the police, this is, there's no downside, right? Start a journal just for this, one little journal, keep it in a safe safe spot, don't leave it out. Um, also, you can keep a folder on your phone, maybe if you have screenshots or emails, pop them in a folder, stay organized with it. Listen, hopefully you will never need this, but it can help you in understanding how often this happens and really come to terms with, especially like I said, if it's a family member or a friend in your circle, realizing just how toxic this is for you and makes it real to where you realize you might need to cut ties or you might need to take the next step in dealing with it. If you do need to stand up to someone, right? So it's we've tried the ignore, don't react, and they are relentless. Then we need to be assertive and stand up for ourselves. If this, if this is the type of situation where you must do it, you must set boundaries, especially if it's friends or family, right? Like you have to have boundaries so that they can't keep bulldozing you. Like I told you in the example with my friend, um, clearly and boldly explain that this behavior is not acceptable. And sometimes like you'll be able to, you know, if it's a friends or family in work, you can't really set up consequences necessarily, but if it's friends or family, you can set up consequences. This behavior is not acceptable. If it continues, you will not be welcome in our circle. It's just not acceptable. We will not tolerate this and it cannot continue. So again, Set boundaries if it's a situation with friends or family, but being assertive can often be hard. Part of that 
being assertive part of this whole conversation is coming to terms with any insecurities you have and getting comfortable with them. If this is a situation where someone is trying to pick on you about specific things, or maybe it's a weakness you have, um, or something that you're constantly, that you're internally battling that someone is, that someone is bugging you about, we need to personally do the work to work on those insecurities and get comfortable with them. Think about what can you change or what can you not change, but you can change how you think about it. Because here's the thing. You're going to have some of these insecurities you might have your whole life. So the sooner you get comfortable with them, the better off you will be. And it takes the power away from the people who are trying to bully you like this. Listen, maybe I'm not in the financial place I want to be right now, but life is long and I have so much going on for me. I am on my way, right? So some of these things can be a work in progress if someone is if someone is, you know, constantly digging at you about this, or maybe someone's calling you heavy and it's like, yeah, I weigh more than I want to right now. I've accepted that and I'm good with myself. But listen, I'm on a great track and I feel good. I feel strong. I feel healthy. And I have a plan to get to where I really want to be. So as much as I know you're trying to fault me for this, I'm okay with it because I know the path I'm on is a good one, right? Or yeah, I'm not the smartest at that. You're right. Uh, or I don't I don't have the best skill set at that, but I'm really good at a lot of other things. So I'm totally cool that I'm not the best at that. So as much as I understand you're trying to dig me for not being the smartest in this situation, I'm so cool with that because I know where I'm at. I'm comfortable with myself and I know these other 10 things that I'm really actually super awesome at. So the key here, become secure in what you are not secure with. The sooner you can do that, the the less people can bully you because of insecurities. Next, master things that give you confidence and give you control. Like we need to work on the self-confidence game. And often I say that, I talk about it on the podcast and I'm always telling my kids, Self-confidence is trying things. It's the ability to put yourself out there and try, not necessarily the person who comes with the tallest shoulders in the room. So listen, when you're dealing with this adult bully and making yourself mentally stronger, get better at things, work on things. Also, you probably know if you listen to this podcast, I always think mental strength comes from getting uncomfortable, pushing yourself physically, exercise, taking cold showers, taking risks. Um, do just pushing yourself further than what feels comfortable. Many years ago, I would always just run two miles. Like that was it two, uh, two miles. That's kind of my max. And then one day I was literally like, why, why two miles? Why not five miles? And it took me a t- little bit of time to work up to it. But now five miles is my comfortable, my comfortable run in a morning. It's crazy how those things that we can do can increase our confidence And it helps with how we deal with these bully situations. Two more points, and then I'm going to get on to all of the responses I got on Instagram, which I think are always really valuable for seeing other people's perspectives and what other people think. My last point about this is don't be shitty because someone else was shitty. Don't think about this as getting even because then you just bec- then you're just acting shitty like they were, right? Then you can almost become a bully 
by reacting. Another really interesting thing I learned about all of this bullying concept, more so with childhood bullying, is often bully people who are bullied deal with it and process it by bullying other people, which is just such a sad cycle to think about. But I'm really, I really in key on just because someone else is willing to lower their standards of how they treat people, you are not, even if it's deserved, even if they have it coming to them, don't think about getting even. Just think, I'm not going to be shitty just because they were. One other thing I wanted to mention is there's a really good TED Talk. Um, The gentleman's name is Kevin Ward. And he does a TED Talk all about bullying. And he shares his story of being bullied as a child and as an adult. And it's an interesting perspective from someone who was bullied most of his life. And he really focuses on personal strength and confidence, but there's a couple messages in there. If this topic is really interesting to you and you want to kind of do a deep dive, um, he really talks about personal strength and confidence being the true safe space because you can take that everywhere with you. He talks about being bullied as a kid. He remembers everyone's names and then being bullied by his wife as an adult and and never standing up for himself because his mother as a child told him to kind of turn the other cheek. So he was constantly letting people bulldoze him and it continued his whole life. Um, definitely, definitely, you know, sad parts to the story, but the message is really strong at the end about personal strength and confidence. His was a lot more about physical, physically being, being beat up by, by kids at school. Um, but again, finding your own strength and mastering things to get confidence and being able to know when it's important to stand up for yourself. And then in his case, become physically strong as well. Um, but I talked, I asked on, let's make, let's end on a little bit more uplifting from, from that. But I'm telling you that Ted talk, it was really interesting, the perspective. And it made me really think about how, how bullying in school happens and how people can get accustomed to accepting bullying. And so then they accept it as an adult as well. So if you have kids, that's interesting, but also just in this topic of adult bullying, his perspective was actually very empowering. Okay. These are the responses. When I asked people on Instagram, do you have an adult bully in your life? I say, do how do you deal with someone whose behavior is unacceptable, aka an adult bully? And these are the responses. Walk away and God has your back. Someone else says, I don't know, but I need to know this. I am dealing with this big time at work. Please cover this. I have been seriously wanting you to cover this topic. Another advice, remember the tribe of support, this tribe of support you do have and how much you need to disregard the negative. Another one, being a teacher, it's hard to stick up to them while being professional. The next person, I don't have advice, I need advice. The next person says, put them in your place, be nice, yet firm, and not afraid to push back. I think this is a really good point. One that we covered here is after you've kind of tried to not react, again, different than being bulldozed. It's not like turn the other cheek and let it keep happening, but just try not to react. Don't give them the reaction they want. 90% of bullying stops if you don't react to them three times in a row. Even if your every instinct is to yell and to lash out and to defend yourself, know that like that is that's what they want, right? So if that doesn't work, then we need to take control of the situation and we need to be 
we need to be, um, change the conversation so that you're in control so that they're not controlling the conditions and the situation that you're actually in control and set the, change the tone of the relationship so that you can kind of set yourself up as the alpha. It's interesting. They say in, in, you know, in interaction, someone's always the alpha. So figure out how to flip it so that you're the alpha in the situation instead of them. Next response, lots of factors, but let them know that you won't be pushed around and usually they'll back off. Someone else said, I always act with grace, but remove myself from the situation. If you can remove yourself, that's the best tip. Just literally remove yourself entirely. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. If it's someone that you have to see at work or at family gatherings, sometimes you know you, you just have to see them, so you'll have to deal with it more head on. But other times we can, it's not someone that you see without effort, so you can remove yourself and put big, big distance between you and that person. Next, thinking that you need to, quote, earn their approval. Time is short. Use it to be happy. Next, don't waste time trying to change their mind. Maybe they don't deserve you. I need this advice as an adult and a parent. I don't know how to deal with my kids going through it either. Maybe we need to do a podcast on kids bullying. Ping me and let me know, and I'll do a deep dive and, and do the research and the reading. I learned a lot in the last couple of weeks as I've been researching this, um, but I think that's a whole nother animal and something that probably a lot of people, a lot of us could deal with. Someone else says, remove yourself from the situation and leave the relationship. Address the issue, establish the boundaries, manage the bully. Well said. Hit them with some truth bombs and then cut them off. You have to be direct with adult bullies, no beating around the bush. I stood up for myself with adult bullies at work. The reaction was childlike tantrum. I often ask, well, what makes you feel that way? It opens the door for more conversation. I once pulled a colleague aside and explained how it looked from the outside. I like that. It's interesting. It depends. I think that sometimes the bullies are irrational bullies, and in that case, you're just you're just putting fuel on the fire, but maybe it's someone who is actually just going through stuff and handling it the wrong way. Like I just did a podcast on how to be awesome at giving people the benefit of the doubt. And sometimes when people are crappy, letting it go and realizing you don't know the rocks in other people's shoes. I think that really speaks to this. Pull them aside and say, this is how it looks from the outside. I don't think this is who you are. And I don't think this is who you want to be. Next call them out. Teach people how to treat you. How they treat you is a reflection of them, not you. Calmly and concisely making it clear that you will not accept that behavior and negativity. Someone else said, I pray for them. I say this to myself multiple times a month. Don't spend time with them. And if you have to, kill them with kindness. Next, you have to pick your boundaries, pick your battles. Sometimes it's not worth your peace. Next, follow in on their jokes, laugh with it, and take the steam out of it. Interesting. Get rid of people who don't match your energy. Zero time for it, better off without them. I say what I need to say, shut them down, and call it a day. Next person says, call them out or ice them out. Well said, Kimberly. Avoid them. Mom bullies win, sadly. 
You call them out, no other way around it, but be honest and how you were hurt. Next, recommend doing a slow fade. I confronted a bully, a narcissist, and she doubled down. Whew. Please advise on how to deal with a bully when she recently became your new boss at work. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. I think that sometimes, again, from all the stuff that I learned, when you are forced to be in a situation with someone, I think you have to be strong yet compassionate and try to have a real conversation with them. When you talk down to me, because listen, she's your superior, but you're still an equal human too. When you talk to me like that, really feels condescending and hurtful. And I go home feeling bad about my day here. Do you think we could have a conversation so that we can have a really productive, wonderful work relationship and I don't feel, I don't leave here feeling awful? I feel like most people, most rational people would respond well to that. Next, stand your ground no matter how hard to, how hard to lose that friend they know, oh, manipulative, oh, sorry, next one. Manipulative tactics, silent treatment used to control is bully 101. I have to say a lot, I have a lot to say about this. I'm not okay with adults playing games. Next, that's a tough one. I don't think there is a specific way. Do our best with it and move on. Our next door neighbor is awful. I set her straight finally. I'd love to listen to this currently in this situation with with my own sister bullying me. I have a friend who is going through the same thing where her sister is really bullying her and everything feels like a dig and a jab and it feels, it just feels awful. You know, when you have that, when you get that pit in your stomach, just when you see someone's name come up on your text, it's not, you don't even know what they say yet, but it's just like, oh, what? Like I just... I know what's coming. I know they're going to try to run me down to make themselves feel better or things like that. And I think sometimes good people are in a bad place and do it to us, but it's our job to not let it happen. Next person says, I asked them, was that comment kind? No. Was it helpful? No. Then why did you say it? That is very good for kids too. Set the boundaries fast when it comes to how adults treat you. Stand up to them, but develop a style and voice that is authentically you. Someone else says, does my ex-mother-in-law count with a laugh emoji? Someone else said, I'm so glad you're doing this. I will definitely be listening. Next, if it is in the workplace, report it to the supervisor and start a paper trail if it escalates. I'm telling you, a paper trail is everything. If you think this could become a bigger issue, like what happens if you have this awesome friend group and now this one person is targeting you? you might, this thing might end up being a group conversation and you want to have things to fall back on. So it's not just your word. It just doesn't become like a, a back and forth argument. You want to have your facts and you want to know, you want to be very clear about what happened and factually. So I think a paper trail is a great idea. Next, call them out on their bullshit. It deflates their false sense of power. Say, quote, I see what you're doing and it's not going to fly here, end quote. Someone else had been there for sure. My female coworker bullied everyone. The answer is firm boundaries. I think that is a great way to end it, friends. Firm boundaries will often make it so these people are not allowed in your space 
if they are not going to treat you with the respect and kindness that you deserve. Bottom line, I think that adult bullying can come in small forms, maybe someone who is constantly digging at you onto these more bigger forms, like what happened to my friend, like this attempt to publicly embarrass and uh, embarrass and you know run her down in front of people but completely unacceptable. And by setting firm boundaries and making it very clear, this behavior will not be tolerated. I will not be treated that way. I think that if it comes to that, that's the only way to do it. And oftentimes these bullies will back down because they've got nowhere else to go. I have a huge long show notes for this podcast that I'm going to include with lots of different bullet points to think about and refer back to. I'll include that YouTube link that I talked about with that TED Talk by Kevin Ward about personal strength and confidence, and that's your true safe space for any bully that you can encounter. I'm telling you, if you are being run down by a bully, you have to realize that you can take back the power. This is a them problem, not a you problem. You have to deal with it. But With the right strategies and kind of um, all the tips that we outlined, I know that you can that you can work through it and work and come to a place to where it isn't this big stress in your life. Because listen, we do not have time for that. There's so much. There's so much love and adventure out in the world. We do not want to spend one more minute than is absolutely necessary dealing with these people who are talking who dealing with these people who are being a-holes and adult bullies. We're done with it. We don't have time for it. We're going to strategize and eliminate it from our lives. So cheers to protecting your headspace and not letting adult bullies in. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.